Everybody and welcome to Pod Leadum. What is that? It's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and that was very detailed. I'm JDB Crump, and allow me to blow your ego a little bit. <laughs> and I'm Lex Basile Price, and like it is there, and I have it. Truly a haiku of quotes for y'all this week. We are discussing Cycle 20, Episode 13, somehow. Somehow not the finale. (laughs) The guy who becomes a bat. No. No, thank you. And at first I had a fun title, which was The Guy Who Gets a Couple's Heart Massage. (laughs) I like that. But then I got angry and it became The Guy Who Shouldn't Have to Defend Himself. Yeah. (laughs) I love that you went on your own personal journey with the titles. And if you want to go on your own personal journey... By sponsoring us, you can click on the Clixel in our show notes and go to Spotify for podcasters to donate and become a sponsor today. And uh, I, I said I would never remind you again, but I'm gonna mm. because so many people after we reminded them started supporting us again. So just check, just check. It worked out. And we have another new person who I'm sure this is. I'm sure this is their real name. Government. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the idea. Because we have a sponsor named The Girl Who Poured Beer in Tiffany's Weave, open parentheses, flashing red, not model, (laughs) close parentheses. (laughs) Brill. You know, that's one of my favorite names. I love people named that. And there are so many different spellings. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes a lot of bravery to admit you're not a model. So you can be just like the girl who poured beer in Tiffany's weave flashing red knot model and go to the Clixel in the show notes it rolls below. Off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It does. It's a beautiful name. Yep. You've got a knot model dollar. <laughs> How do knot models even make money? <laughs> Open and hard with a digital flart. Before we even see That's the, the digital, digital part of this. <laughs> Before we even see it, Corey's Congrats, Jordan. With no expression. Poor Corey. Corey's, Corey's angry done. at so many things right now. Yeah, all justified. Yeah. But the first quote <laughs> is something that was not said that episode that we saw. Ever. This was, this was never said ever in human existence. It's all about the pow. Pow. In quotation marks, except the last one is missing. Missing. I read it as... It's all about the pow, pow. I don't know. It had those two separate exclamation marks. See, it, needed, it needed internal exclamation or internal quotation marks. Mm-hmm. It's all about the pow, pow. Or a hyphen. And then followed by beautiful goddess and your best shot of the competition of full life. That's just not that's true. That's not true. Don't tell Jordan yeah. that. That's not. She knows that's not true. And then Renee agrees with all of us and says, that was a bad photo of Jordan. And then Corey gets rewarded for his <laughs> tepid compliment by getting picked <laughs> for the Tyra suite, mostly so that the two of them can trauma bond over losing Nina, Nina. because yeah. the house is wrecked. The only person they both still liked. 
And Renee, apparently, too. Everyone is both done with Chris mm-hmm. and destroyed over Nina leaving. And Renee says to Chris, as someone who is still angry about the terrible racist note that he left her, there is a special place in hell for people like you. And then she also says, my more favorite thing, we get it, like, you're fake. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just a statement of fact is really funny to me. Like, we get your deal. (laughs) We get a sepia tone flashback of Corey being super upset while Nina is leaving. But this, combined with the last episode, is when I realized that Marvin likes to caress his friends Mm -hmm. when he gives them hugs. Because... He demonstrated his comfort with Jeremy last episode yeah. by giving him a little shoulder caress. And then during a the little, super, a little, was doing a lot of work. <laughs> and then during this flashback, we get this full head caress of the back of, of Corey's skull. Very tender and prolonged. Well, uh, Marvin's the kind of person who fully had a full body hug with the interviewee he met. <laughs> like, And this might be the only scenario, this fight, that is going to take way too long because we've seen it we've seen so many iterations of this fight but now it's Corey's turn Corey's version yeah i just i hate <laughs> this so much i like and i gotta Corey give it to finally marvin. said something because i'm just before we get into the actual fight i'm gonna give it to marvin for just getting straight in the pool apparently instead of participating in this fight because that was the way to go here i give it to marvin yeah, yeah, a rare W for Marvin for just mm-hmm. leaving whatever this is going to become. He could see it. Mm-hmm. He could now, see it. And he was like, there's no candles on the ground, so I won't be forced back in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exhausting. Like, I want us to talk about it because I almost want to see if I, we can find any glimmer of amusement. But I, I literally wrote these Chris fights are so exhausting. I'm just so tired. Now, yeah. uh, to give, as, as I guess the Chris apologist, even though I don't really like him that much. I will say that I do think he is correct in that he can't do anything correct at this point. Now, I'm not saying that the the way he behaved at panel was good. I'm just saying at this point, he can't kind of do one thing or the other without everyone not liking him. I mean, I think Corey, as you were about to say, JW, has earned the right to tell Chris a lot of truth because he tried. We saw how hard Corey tried with Chris. and. I think he has the most accurate assessment of Chris. Yes. In that he tells him, you are a good model, so stop relying on all this other stuff. Yes, fully. I'm more on Corey. That's, yeah, to be said, I am in Corey's corner in this fight with Mm -hmm. Chris. I wish it had just stayed between them. Because having everyone else jump on him feels like all the other grievances they've had with him come to this fight. Whether they're correct or not. Just like I like Renee, but... A lot of her energy towards Chris is about how is about that racist note. I well, think. that's the thing, I, and yeah. I don't need to see him keep throwing coded racist misogynist yes. language at Renee. Yes, in response, not fine. That for right off your face, I was like, yeah, let's nice. threaten some physical violence. Cool, cool, cool. No, yeah. agreed. I just I hated watching this. I hated oh, yeah. having to write about it. It just sucks. Well, and I do. There is a part of me that thinks every time they have this fight with Chris, I'm like, at a certain point. This man wants this attention. Yeah. You are giving him something that is activating his complexes because he sure gets into it. He is ready to have these fights. Ready to have these fights. 
I yeah, he doesn't walk away. I feel like Chris mm-hmm. could learn just Marvin yourself out of these conversations yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. and it'd be really good. I also think that despite the fact that this season is longer than normal and it feels mm-hmm. like we've seen every version of this fight, it also still feels like we're not seeing everything somehow. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. it feels like their relationship with Chris individually and as a collective house is worse than what we're seeing. Agreed. Like yes. it, it because to your point, Lex I do think it's at a point where he can't do anything right no matter what. But I also think that he must have done more to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because how do you get this? How do you get this house so riled up other than and I'm not saying this is what's happening because I do think it's more what you're happening other than there sometimes has a dynamic in situations where you choose one person to put everything on. And I'm not saying that's what's happening, but I'm saying on the flip side, there's that like the person is just like, oh, they they talk too loud. Oh, they don't talk loud enough. Oh, they smell. Oh, they smell like too much cologne. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's what's happening here. I don't and either. I, but from the way the really show's does presenting seem, it, yeah. the way the show's presenting it is as though it's that situation. Well, and Chris is really being given a lot of room to control his narrative, which he's entitled to. Everybody is entitled to that space to kind of steer that narrative. But it really feels like they all tried with him. It yeah. really does. Especially Corey. Corey yeah. especially. He's the only one that, I, like I said, the only one in this fight that I'm like, well, this is interesting because we haven't seen Corey do this. Mm-hmm. With and anyone, really. No. No, he has always been the, like, peacemaker. Let's end this fight. Let's just let it go. And he had a full intervention with Chris about it. The fact that he is the one driving this fight forward, I think, really says something. Yeah. And then afterwards the our, our new power trio that stayed <laughs> together for a full episode already of renee Corey, and jordan go out to the commiserating pillows <laughs> to talk <laughs> and then chris finds marvin and this is where i 100 percent agree with hannah that chris is looking for this attention now because yes. instead mm-hmm. of just walking away going to bed doing something by himself he seeks out poor marvin a phrase i Fresh never get from to the say pool. yep who just <laughs> And Marvin says, I have no interest in having that relationship with Chris, but if I have to manipulate him, I will. There's the Marvin. (laughs) There's competitor Marvin, we Mm -hmm. know. But I kind of love that whole sentence from start to finish because, yeah, Chris is asking for this. Yes. Tyra Mail. Tyra Flail. She kind kind of looks like she has a Freddy Krueger hand. This photo is bad. It's real bad. Bad. Might be one of the worst of all time. Her eyes are so sleepy. Her breasts are so low. Well, because she's going into children's dreams. (laughs) (laughs) And these saggy baggy suspenders that she has on. Mm -hmm. Only the strong will smize. Which Marvin okay, gets it. Marvin gets it. <laughs> but then we see a preview of an unseen Johnny hat. Sure do. So, sorry, editors. The episode is in the wrong order. Yep. And then they somehow get that's going to be a working out challenge, which I don't know if I would have put that together. Wouldn't have figured it out. And then someone says, working out in Bali is difficult. And then Corey says, working out anywhere is difficult. No, Corey says that working out in Bali is difficult. Oh, and then Renee says, anywhere. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, talk about Renee. Someone has switchies. 
Renee is fully digmatized because this is a new person. When More she's talking like, about kids, we thought that Jeremy was the weirdest option for the third in this relationship. But it turns out the weirdest option is the giant nail photo of Don looming over them while they hook up. I, along with this show, at this moment said, Bye, Renee. Yeah. I literally, I am swimming Oh, is that a photo of your grandmother? Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, but also, like, you just said you want to have kids with Marvin. Bye! I don't know you. You're someone I do not know. Somebody that I used to know. (laughs) I like that Marvin says the baby will have his eyes, as if you could just predict that juice. Oh, we're (laughs) we're We'll give the baby my eyes. (laughs) And... We, I thought that I was going to be the only person that had to have a reunion with this person. But no, Hannah and JW get to share in healthy Laura. <laughs> healthy Laura. Fitness instructor. Can, can I tell, right before they leave, they have such a nice breakfast at home. That's the fanciest looking breakfast I've ever seen. <laughs> and then Laura, like, I've got to say two big overarching things about this. One. I love that she went back to that brown hair instantly. Immediately. Two, we've compared Jordan to Laura a little bit on the podcast, right? Mm. When you see them together in the same scenes, Laura has so much more vibrancy Uh than Jordan. Uh I can't believe the show made me appreciate Laura. Laura. (laughs) To be fair... This is winner Laura, yes. who doesn't have to be relatable Laura anymore. Yes. Now, now she's just got a second job. <laughs> so they're at Kubo Beach, which surprising no one is part of Ayana Resort. because Yeah, Rob sure had to give us that product info. <laughs> and when I, you look up Kubo Beach, it is a new hidden beach. There is no proper access to get to the beach. You will need to hike and to trek through woods, swamp, rocks, and a few steps in the beach area. <laughs> How many? 197, one might say. Um, you can't swim in this beach as the waves are too strong, and there are many sharp reefs and rocks by the beach. Oh, I think we see some evidence of that as well. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say right now, there's a lot of activities that happen outdoors in this episode. That should not have happened outdoors. Correct. Because <laughs> it makes them unsafe. Yep. Laura's there and she gets another great Tyron. Oh my God. Of model and fitness instructor. And I love that they didn't even say cycle 19 winner. As if this is a different person. She also gets some great ADR when she tells them it's important to work out because... It's important to stay really, really in shape, and it helps those big runway shows that you're going to be doing. (laughs) There's that wit that we knew from Laura. (laughs) I also swear, and this might be second episode, like, syndrome, I swear she dips into an Australian accent for a second, and I was like, what's happening? Her mother's Australian. Well, maybe Maybe I did hear it then. she does a little bit. I also I said, thought that Laura by now probably has already got an acting career on an Australian soap, and she was oh, just like, sure. yeah. Of course. Jordan finds Laura inspiring. Oh, because yeah. Because white, white blonde women are doing it for themselves. Because she won, and she dyed her hair back. Both things that Jordan is planning on doing. <laughs> she understands Jordan's struggle of <laughs> having to go blonde. 
and wanting to win and get brown hair. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's just looking at a, an episode of Early Edition, and she's like, oh, the feature. <laughs> a highly specific role model. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just realized, and I don't know why this is the first time in the entire podcast this will hit me like this. We're going to have Jordan come back to introduce something. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always forget that's a, yeah, a weirdly consistent thing with this show. But first, she has to almost die. Because <laughs> it's time for some top model Olympics. Gender. This became the challenge all of a sudden. <laughs> boys workouts. v. Boys and Girl v. Girl. <laughs> in three events... Jab jump pose, which is a one-two punch plus a burpee. Yep. H2T jump rope, which is jump, jump rope. <laughs> which, in the recap, we saw they already did. Yep. And the be on top run, which is where you have to run 197 steps up from the beach. To it- get a free necklace from Laura. <laughs> The fact that we get a full graphic package for this chart. Oh, I lived. Is also gendered. Well, look. Because they switch colors. And yet still say girls on the back of both. <laughs> I feel like after the last episode, Tyrons and graphics were embarrassed and yeah. came back very hard this episode. And they said, oh, you want a full screen chart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will give you a full screen chart. Um, I feel like we're... Not wanting to say what the prize is, despite the fact that the prize <laughs> is one of the wildest things for two reasons. A Tyra 2 list of wild. One, what it is. Mm-hmm. Two, that it definitely actually happened, still exists. Yeah. We cannot claim, oh, this might not have happened. No. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. So, it, they're going to be alongside Rob and Laura. The, the, the winner, the guy winner, the girl winner will be Additional models in the Fierce Model Workout, spelled with an E, mm-hmm. video. A thing that I think Top Model was trying to market uh-huh. as a new series. I also just can't believe that they had the audacity to place this challenge the episode after Jeremy goes home. I know. To be fair, I don't think he'd be very good at these. Yeah, I don't know, necessarily think these would have I been think, for him. I it's think a lot of one, cardio. two pose, jump jab pose, I think he would have taken yeah, yeah. pretty Burpee, easily. Sure. Yeah. Jump rope, running up steps, no. Still, it, come on, it is, it's the it is fitness re- challenge. Also, yes, but also when they said 197 steps, it made me think that they were either a vampire or had OCD because it seemed too specific. <laughs> And I say vampire because if you don't know, my favorite vampire lore is that if you throw rice in front of a vampire, they have to stop and count each piece of rice. And it's the most effective, yet least talked about way. I've never of... heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's one of the only ways to defeat someone using the power of math. Mm-hmm. Because if more vampires knew like basic trigonometry, they could figure it out pretty quickly and then get a rough <laughs> estimate and then like chase you down probably a little bit faster. I don't want to get why, into that though. Is that why the count is the count? Yes. Is it based yeah. on yes. that? Yes. No. Yes. And yeah. that's why that's the count great. counts. Yeah. I learned yeah. something new. Yeah. Yeah. So punch, punch, burpee. <laughs> and then we give the, you have punch, to do, punch, burpee. <laughs> you have to do like 15 of them parameters for this challenge were truly undefined because also, and they decide to make them do it in the sand where the waves are hitting them and 
good for Corey bringing gay representation of a square Ooh. cut short. Yes. Because those, the straight men's board shorts were at their ankles. <laughs> they were pants. They were full pants. Corey's kept losing fabric. By the end, of, <laughs> by the run, it was like a Speedo. Marvin does 15 in 23.6 seconds. And Renee wins. She has to do 10 mm-hmm. in 18.4 seconds. It's very clear that Jordan does not work out. No, I knew that nah. immediately. Mm-mm. When Jordan's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to win, I was like, you have not done anything. I wasn't sure either Renee or Jordan worked out, though. I was wondering yeah. if this was No, I don't be think a- Renee works out either. I, but I think I she has say, to do something for pretty well. I was, I was impressed by the athleticism. If it were me, and though. clearly it wouldn't be, I would know myself and be like, oh, I'm not going to try hard. <laughs> no, I don't want to get tired. I'm going to save my energy. <laughs> You still got to fucking run. Yeah, I was about to say, you you knew oh, there's only a three-second advantage. I would have rolled up those steps. I would have made everyone wait for like 20 minutes while I strolled upward. <laughs> During HTT Jump Rope, Corey wins by doing 20 and 8 seconds. Which is because impressive. Because you know what kind of kid he was on the schoolyard. Oh, yeah. Because I was that kid. I was too. I love jump rope. <laughs> and Chris can't jump rope to save his life. We we should mention too that both Marvin and basically no one's ever won a challenge. Like yeah. none yeah. of the guys have won a challenge really. So they're all like really itching to do it. And I think I don't think Renee's won a challenge, right? No, she has. She has. Yeah, she, she won ghosty. Yeah. She yeah. won work challenges and was part of the winning photo team. Yeah, it's kind of negative for the dudes because. You realize all three of them haven't really won much, mm-hmm. and you're like, not a, a strong top three in that regard. No, Renee does twenty in ten seconds, and then we then we see little check marks. Yeah, and then I thought for a second that those contests, those first two events, were going to mean literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't mean anything. Rob literally says, "Yeah, they don't matter." Yeah, just Shake win this one. Because also, Marvin and Corey each won one. Should have started at the same time, 100%. Yeah. Correct. So, Renee's going Or, honestly, I think the better way to do this is, is have everybody run separately and compare the times. Yes. Correct. And then, like, shave yes. off a couple seconds, depending on how well you did in the first two. You get a penalty of blank. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you can't beat someone in a stair-running challenge if they're ahead of you, because how do you pass them? Yeah, especially these narrow... These stairs narrow get stairs. Wooden, creaky stairs. So Renee gets her advantage of three-second head start, even though she won two to Jordan's zero. Mm-hmm. And then Renee wins, because, of course, as we just said... And there, there is something so genuinely funny... About Laura just standing at the top with a stopwatch as if she's Come get it. it. <laughs> she's got she's got a necklace and she's just like, yep. And then I know I questioned it before, but here's where I really question it. Jordan panics because she's overheated and lost. She's overheated. This is an unsafe thing, but it's yes. not a panic attack. You it's No, you're having a medical event. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is because you went up 197 steps i just think it's i think i think she spoke about i think she spoke about it wrong i think she panicked in response to the medical yes. event she was oh, having because okay. i think that's and that's happened to me before where yeah something's happening with your body you mm-hmm. freak out yes sure and then that only exacerbates the problem and again laura just towering over Judging past Jordan. out jordan just like okay <laughs> 
Very bad look for these contestants to constantly say that people in the midst of medical emergencies are faking. Yeah. Let's stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was, I'm saying from a medical standpoint, fully bad. No, I mean Renee's whole, yeah, I know. Jordan's faking. And she, and later on, that sauce will be served to Renee as well. Yeah. So let's just stop. <laughs> this, I think the remaining models have just created such a web of distrust amongst one another that no one can do anything without it being a tactic there are no pure (laughs) motives anymore when i'm like she's just tired (laughs) she's just she just ran it's so hot out (laughs) and then the men run (laughs) and surprise surprise they end in the same order they started in because that's though, how that's gonna. Uh, I will say Corey called up though. We saw some. Corey would have won like, this. I think if oh. they ran separately, Corey would have won. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. But also, they don't win a prize. Really, they win a punishment because I found the videos as you can it's, go on YouTube. Y'all, y'all, Lex says find, <laughs> but it takes nothing because this is still on the official America's Next Top Model page. <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Rob Evans from America's Next Top Model. I'm joined here today by Laura James, our Cycle 19 winner, and two contestants from Cycle 20, Marvin and Renee. We're here at the Iana They clearly Villa, filmed this immediately after they had to do that workout before. First ever ANTM Fierce Model workout. Rob is this squinting is so much. Yeah. Training to give you that confidence to look good so you can... Laura's jobs, so bored. Stand <laughs> ...and just look good overall walking down the street. This is also a great workout if you're not a model and just want an amazing body. So we've combined some of the ASM terms like smize and tooth, as well as some of my boxing moves. Never change, Laura. From Miss Pilate instructor herself, Laura James. Laura, break it down for me. Well, this is a great fierce model workout for all different types of fitness levels. The key here is form, breathing, and control. Remember to consult your physician before you begin this program. All right, so this workout has four segments. Number one is model warm-up. Number two is model cardio. Number three is model core. And number four is model cool-down. All right, so you ready? looking at the ground. (laughs) So right now, we're going to start the warm-up program. It's very important that you warm up always to prevent injury and get you ready for the workout ahead. So right now, we're going to start with a boxer shuffle. Ten on each side. All right, you ready? Let's get started. Go. Renee's like, no one taught me this. Three, four, five, six. Him looking directly down the barrel of the camera. Eight. Always makes me uncomfortable. Nine. (laughs) Marvin's face is so panicked, by the way. (laughs) Oh no, he's terrified. Oh, those brows. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine, ten. So up next is ten air pose jumping jacks. And don't be afraid to strike a pose when you're in the air. Ready, set, go. One. And then they proceed <laughs> to do no one ten does. regular jumping <laughs> jacks. And Renee stops halfway yeah. through. <laughs> All right, so this next exercise is called blade hands. All right. You ready? <laughs> go. One. Check it out. Oh, there is one part that I do need to show. It's the hold on. So now we're going to do 10 seconds of scooch kicks. They look like this. You're basically doing blade hands and kicking the back of your butt. And as a male, I prefer to do them this way. Kicking my hands with the back of my Guys, is it gay so if your foot touches your own butt? Is I ready? guess. Ready, set, go. One. 
As a it's man, okay, it's feminine. <laughs> as a man, I prefer to do it this way. As he covers his butthole but. with his hands. And also, Laura looks at him when he says that like she did not know that was going to be said. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Laura is so much better at copy than Rob. And that's saying something. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Renee and Marvin learn that they also win a spa day at the, quote, largest aquatonic pool in the world. This, this is a looks, prize. This place looks gorgeous when we get I there. I want to spend a day in an aquatonic pool. Yeah, when I f- first, because they don't explain what it is. No. When I finally looked it up, I was like, oh. It's like a, a aquatic labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. Different it's like things. a pool meets hot tub. Meets lazy river. Just, yes. Oh. And this one has the most stunning view. This is a great prize. I do love this prizes. Spa days at the hotel persist as a prize oh, every yeah. single time. These scores are wacky. Chaos. <laughs> Nothing. So Renee and Marvin, who won, get, get tens. Sure. Sure. Corey, who got second. Mm-hmm. Gets a nine, but also Jordan, who gets second. Jordan, who won nothing. Yeah. Gets a nine, despite Chris getting an eight, because Jordan just gets to get a nine because there's only two of them. Jordan should have also gotten an eight. Yeah, there are two people who won nothing, and they should get the same score. Yeah. This should have been Renee Marvin 10, Corey 9, Jordan Chris 8. Like, yeah. it, it's right there. Then at the spa... It seems like Renee admits, because it's so oddly worded, mm-hmm. that they are indeed oh, yeah. fucking. Mm-hmm. She says, when I'm in a relationship, or just when I'm having sex, <laughs> I sometimes don't focus on the things I should focus on. And I was like, ooh, Renee let something slip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a janitor's son, this is a dream come true. I'm sorry, I laughed. My backup quote. <laughs> My backup quote, <laughs> He's like, is Tyra watching me here? I mean, it is so smart of Marvin to just keep repeating that. Mm-hmm. I would do it every time I did anything. When I had lunch, I'd be like, as a janitor's son, the salad means everything. Like, I would just <laughs> do it all the time. They go back to the house where Renee pretends to like this Tyra male photo. <laughs> Why did we see it again? By now, you should get your shot right off the bat. So Corey thinks something that's more interesting is going to be happening, which is a one-take wonder right. photo shoot, which I would have... Loved. Loved. We haven't gotten, you know what? It's been a long time since we've had a less frames, more frames mm-hmm. thing happen. As an incentive or a prize, yes. Yeah. Well, now yeah. we just have challenge scores. Or to get scores. to look at it halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The challenge scores, I, I thought I'd like them a lot more, but I'm realizing how often it takes the twist away. Yeah. Well, and the show is just so uninterested in helping these people become better models. models. And then we get late night footage. No. Can you imagine hooking up in a room where Chris is a bed away? Ugh. As Corey calls it, fornication nation. And Corey says he wants them to focus on the modeling. And I'm like, yes, because you're not the one having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the next morning, this duo continues to be so more dynamic than oh I ever God. thought. Corey and Jordan are sitting side by side, enjoying breakfast and wanting gossip. And Corey goes to Marvin, did you get funky? And Jordan just says, like a monkey. <laughs> Jordan's so happy the attention's off of her. 
then we get a very cute video phone call with Corey and their boyfriend at the time. I would also say that the um, quality of the video <laughs> is the, some of the most sus quality. <laughs> well, <laughs> it seems like their their partner was at work. In a basement? So, yes. <laughs> at a classic drag dressing room of not good place. It was nice to be reminded that Corey is also very young. Because he comes off as so much more mature than the other contestants uh-huh. all the time. When he calls Anthony the love of his life after nine months of dating. <laughs> Not to be a cliche, but nine gay months? That's nothing. <laughs> I thought he was going to say nine years. Like, that's what I my know. brain was ready for. <laughs> Corey's boyfriend it is still in the Philly South Philly drag scene oh, cool. as Maria Topcat. South Philly's Leopard Queen, which really cool. explains the makeup that was going yeah, on. That makes it sense. sure does. Speaking of queens, Corey gives an anyone can be a queen for a day speech. <laughs> <laughs> Corey is getting a little pageant in the way he wants to present himself on this show. And yeah. I get that you need to represent for every gay that's ever gayed when you're on yes. Top Model. Mm-hmm. Especially when you are getting unrelenting negative feedback on your queerness from the judges yes and he's ready to push that aside we're Mm -hmm. done with that um well i also don't want to because it's really crappy chris goes on this tirade Uh, about renee that's so much stuff that i'm not gonna repeat and then at the Mm -hmm. end goes and she's also so short what the heck i was like is that a bit of plot line at all nope apparently um chris has canine hearing and heard jordan's dog whistling before and is like whistling back at it yeah pretty bad but i do think there is a difference i do think that jordan's stuff i think there's a and i'm being generous i know Mm. this going into it i think jordan some of the stuff she says she doesn't know what she is saying i think Mm. she's parroting some stuff maybe i mean we know she hasn't met a black person before so yeah (laughs) exactly but Chris says words that you know the definitions of. Yes. Yeah. I also think it hits different because I th- I think that Jordan legitimately respects Renee as a competitor. I think sure. that comes I think it's across. the only one she respects as a competitor. I think Jordan yeah. thinks it's Renee or me. Now that doesn't fix the language. No. no. But it does take away some of the ugly intent that I think you hear from well, Chris. Well, Chris definitely has ugly intent the way yeah. he's yeah about oh her. yeah and we because seen i think there's a difference between her saying renee has a fierce walk and chris saying she's a vile person oh mm-hmm. for sure yeah but who, what does renee care she's getting it yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's got an aquatonic business. <laughs> yeah, she got so relaxed in that pool she's like fine we can have sex it's fine yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we arrive at Puragoa Lawa, which is the Batcave Temple, which is one of the six sanctu- six sanctuaries of the world. It's very like it is a mm. like a sacred place in, in Indonesia. Where Jordan says that all these people are wearing traditional clothes, 
when people are fully wearing like modern, the most non-notable clothing, they're wearing I'll say just clothes. They're wearing clothes. They're yeah. wearing there like button-down shirts, model basics, if you will. There are select people who are performing traditional dances. Sure. Mm-hmm. Who are clothed in a way that matches that performance. Yes. Yes. But to say... They're the only ones. They are certainly <laughs> the only ones. It's like this was an interview that she said about something else. And then they were like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like the editing team was like, who cares? And I just I just want to come out. So I'm a little mad at the show. I love bats. I, I love bats. I love we're bats. I think they're pod. amazing. I think they're adorable. Yes. One of my favorite all-time Twitter follows is bat sanctuaries and seeing like photos and videos of rehabilitated bats. I love it. Oh. Canonically, rats with wings are pigeons. Yes. Leave bats alone. And also, look, I, I just I think it's funny that we're a podcast that agrees on three things that we love mm-hmm. bats mm-hmm. whitney port <laughs> chloe kardashian <laughs> <laughs> name love more iconic trio you can is a strong word for two of the three of those <laughs> more iconic trio <laughs> bats port kardashian <laughs> chloe chloe yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um, i um, also find it offensive to keep saying bats with wings when you're at somewhere where these bats the bat are considered sacred. Yeah. And I love that someone who has no fear of any animal is Johnny. Because Johnny's made new friends. Because he doesn't. Great. Yeah, new Johnny's got Johnny's gotten hat. to interact with so many animals. This yes, cycle. he has so many new friends. And none of them are human. Yeah, Johnny's hat that we saw previously was bat. Terrup. Great. And Renee's face. Because we finally see a fear manifest in Renee in real time. In real time. New fear. Yeah. Or she's new like, fear unlocked. Yep. <gasps> Flex. Renee's face equals new fear unlocked. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We're one person. Tyra is doesn't like bats either, apparently, because mm-hmm. she is not here to do the makeup. Also, I found it funny in my research. The bats at this temple are a species called Geoffroy's Rosette. Je- Jeffrey's Rosette. Mm. Those are not the bats that we see in this episode. They had to bring in other bats. Well, this is the funniest part about this is that so they make funny. it seem like they're going to be posing with lots of bats. Yes. And, and that they're going to be they're... all over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that they're going to be in an actual cave. Uh-huh. There are three bats hung on a scaffolding. <laughs> yeah, because these bats are large flying foxes, which, you know, are And I'm adorable. also going to say it in the end result photo, so you can barely, barely see, see it. Oh, yeah. Except for the Flixel. <laughs> they are among the largest bats in the world, by the way. Like, they were like, oh, you want bats? Here's a bat. And shocking no one. Large. So I do know- animal importing this cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Jess Smith is still here. Well, he has to always do two. I know, but it's just so weird to me that it's not going to be the finale. The which is, uh-huh. Yeah. Also... They have to even use some of the same pictures they highlighted of him from last week. <laughs> and oh, it's the exact, it is the exact same three photos. Perfect. <laughs> this is where we also find out, lore drop, that the mirrors in the grass photo shoot was called Fields of Fashion. Fashion. Since when? Chris said, I haven't had best photos since Fields of Fashion. Since when yeah he's also said i've gotten this far alone which Uh. bye (laughs) 
I love too that Jordan says bat chic, but it sounded so much like bat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I found something during Marvin's shoot. This made me both happy for Marvin and sad at the same time. I think we know what you're going to talk about. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he says that he's trying to give masculine poses. Because we have not said, have we, that they are being hung upside down. Hung upside down like bats. Posing like bats. Wrapped in fabric. Covered like in fabric. Mm-hmm. Marvin says that he starts with masculine poses, but then couldn't help but give one of the Corey poses, and that he felt pretty cool, and that it felt good. And first, I was happy for Marvin that maybe he is exploring new sides of himself. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it made me so sad that these judges have made the male contestants live in fear of being anything less than 100% masculine at all times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that literally a Cory pose is making a shape with your body. Yeah. yeah. It's high Which fashion, men basically. don't do. Because think about it. Obviously, we know everything that happened with Corey and continues to happen, but also Phil every week. Mm-hmm. They were like two feminine face, can't do it. And like Phil was another person who, despite our misgivings with him, was trying more interesting stuff usually. Yeah. Yeah. And they just like crushed it out of him eventually. And it gives me more sympathy for Marvin constantly doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair. I also, I'll give Marvin this. He did say a line that made me laugh. Because he was like, yeah, this is my first time hanging upside down with bats. And I'm like, yeah, Marvin. <laughs> like, I don't know what you, I would be shocked if this was Imagine if it wasn't. Chris is like, oh, this is like my fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is a small thing. A gold lip looks great on Renee. Stunning. She obviously knows gold looks good on her because that's her normal confessional look. But I was like, why haven't we gotten this gold lip before? Did Johnny say yep. this uh-huh. thing to Marvin? Camera. Oh. To camera. <laughs> but while Marvin was... Uh, probably. Okay. But, jo- but it Johnny, was to camera. Johnny gives... It was too good of a line to use for a quote. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I wanted to have this moment with us talking yes. about it. Mm-hmm. It was for all of us. <laughs> Look straight to camera with a twinkle in his eye and Big says... Big shit-eating grin. <laughs> it's nice to be hung and long. And then the show adds a sparkle sound effect <laughs> under it. Not even... We're not even being coy. No. Nope. <laughs> it might as well have gone, sprung. Oh, God. I'm so glad. And I hope it... I haven't watched past this episode. I think Johnny's going to be one of our most universally well-received Adored. aspects of the show. Mm-hmm. What a nice late-stage top model person. Doing so much to rescue Ugh. these cycles. Also, the post-production has a thing that they have gotten into, and we get into it with Renee and what she deals with, but the post-production team loves to show health issues from the perspective of the contestant experiencing mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. we get dizzy pass-out vision, <laughs> just like we got Don's couldn't hear what um, yeah. Johnny was saying the other episode. Because Renee, because they're strapped in to like anti-grav mm-hmm. looking boots. They're fully Covered upside down. A hundred upside down. Wrapped in silk. Wrapped in swaths of fabric. Mm-hmm. And it's so hot. And you and the other contestants and everyone set, it seems like everyone knows what's about to happen. Because Renee passes out and they don't 
seem to let her go back up. Yeah. She doesn't remember how she is removed from set. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's like, she describes it as if she teleported to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad at least there seemed to be a decent amount of medical professionals on set to immediately deal with this. Yes. Chris comes to set with a better attitude than he did last time with Joe Smith. Nah, Johnny's immediately sus. Oh, sure. But then (laughs) proceeds to act like a bat? I literally at one point thought could he hear them yeah because all they're saying is move move your body at all do something else and he doesn't and then they get him down and literally the note that seems to change what chris is doing is johnny having to say to him but be a fashion model i'm gonna blame rob evans a little bit for this Mm, sure because rob has a habit of being very literal and when things are not literally what they are he like scores meanly Mm. if we remember from the last animal shoot that's very fair Mm. where he was like scores meanly yeah but where he'll be like but wasn't animal (laughs) didn't melrose do that in her episode (laughs) score meanly (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i blame rob in whether he, and I think that's why his first reaction was act like that. Mm. And I get that, but also this is so stupid that he I literally, agree. even even with acting like that, he doesn't do anything. Do, do anything? No, I agree. Even, even just open your eyes slightly bigger sometimes. Like, what are you doing? I think it's gotten to the point for whatever reason that Chris doesn't do anything when he's on set. Mm-hmm. Like, have we ever had a model who literally did not? isn't inspired not doesn't have good ideas he just hangs there yeah he literally does nothing and then johnny's like but model and he's like got it and then he Mm. does fine and then serious question did Mm. they give Corey the more women's makeup because the men seem to get heavier makeup yeah and then the women more like a mask yeah more like a mask and then Mm -hmm. the women got like actual makeup makeup yeah this and is why Corey, we couldn't get Corey pink paint on the on the pink paint photo shoot because now we're like <laughs> because he also got like the purpley color and I'm like what are you doing I'm so like ready to yeah. like be but mad. it seemed like he got more he got less mask than the two men maybe well, then, I, I didn't notice it particularly but no. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Jess Smith a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and say that I think he is a trying to approach Corey from a helpful place. Yeah, I think so. But I hated this so much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Also that. Mm-hmm. This whole talk before he even does anything. Didn't do anything. He's not even hanging upside down yet, and he's already being told he's doing it wrong. And I'm sorry, Corey's fucking core? Because he gets into poses, and Jez is like, well, don't do that pose if you can't hold it. And then he just and then he holds, it. holds it. As we saw in the paint photo shoot. Yep. And I also assume this was for a Flixel reason, because mm-hmm. they were the fabric was going to be the Flixel for the most part. Or the bat. Bats. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what? We have a new, new favorite trio when we're back at the house. Corey, Renee, and a pile of fresh towels. <laughs> <laughs> having a conversation there's this shot when tyra mails comes up where jordan is just sitting on the couch by herself with her giant purse like she's waiting for the bus Bus. at the end of a double shift yeah (laughs) 
what producer asked her to come out and she's like only with my purse (laughs) we learn because renee has all the fears we learn marvin has one fear and that's that if renee leaves there's no cuddling also chris got the johnny hat are we just giving those away yeah every time Yeah, sure seems See, this like is it. what makes me think Johnny isn't writing them, because he's like, I don't, yeah, like, like, these I are never bad. wear this. <laughs> I had a dumb idea for okay. the Tyra panel photo. I wish that at the very end they had flipped it upside yes! down. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! You, have. you are absolutely yeah, right. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> like, why not Mala flip Yor would have. <laughs> well, it's also, this photo is like Vampira Bride of Frankenstein. Absolutely. Yeah, the gloves? Lingerie. What the fuck? And then... Okay. We have a new hair choice that I didn't think... I thought, like, well, there can't be another new hairstyle in this wig. Marge can't make the dress into another dress. (laughs) But the side swoop bang? And Jordan is unfortunately wearing the better Better version version of Tyra's paddle outfit. And Tyra realizes it. Tyra hates this. So much that while she's explaining how the scoring works for the eight millionth time, she fully wanders away in her mind and has yep. to uh-huh. recenter herself. Well, it's also the heaviness of the black eyeshadow that Tyra is wearing. And you know how last week was difficult? Well, mm-hmm. it will be difficult again this week. <laughs> and there's that moment where they cut to them where everyone's clearly like, Yeah. What? Uh. <laughs> And she's like, two would be eliminated. Oh. Oh, oh right, right, right. Which, Before y'all, we start, did, did any of y'all remember that we had no, double-double? Three double zero, eliminations? Zero memory of this. And I just yet, can't believe we, we had to, we have so many episodes where we have eight, nine, and ten contestants forever, and it feels like we we're not eliminating anyone, and now just gone. <laughs> I would just like to say, before we start talking about the individual photos... Because we get so much disagreement on the judging panel. There's so much hatred. There's so much love for the same photos. I don't think there's ever been a closer set of photos in quality than these. Uh Uh-huh. They're all fine. They all look extremely similar. I have a bottom for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you were talking about a second bottom, Mm -hmm. roll the dice for me. Well, for me, I could find a reason to eliminate any of them. This yeah. is the classic challenge that they don't even address that you're all doing. You have the same setup. Mm-hmm. You're wearing the, the same, same thing, outfit. But that's not you were limited in movement. It's uh-huh. kind of kind of huge finger quits a beauty shoot in some ways. Yeah. Because truly the only big difference because you can't even see the lower half. Right. But some of these photos for me that will get praised and denigrated in the same breath look exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like the models are doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. Ooh, denigrated. I don't know if I've ever heard that word before. <laughs> I like it. And because we can't go another minute without talking or comparing bats to flying rats, Jordan is the first one up. I will say that I think her face in her photo is one of her most stunning, if not her most stunning face. I agree. I agree. And it looks so relaxed despite being upside down. Her left arm oh, God. and hand in the bottom of this photo looking like it's holding an imaginary light stick. Mm-hmm. It's so odd. But man, that fa- you cannot argue with that face. The face, yes. The hand is... I, I will say her mouth is weird. 
It doesn't bother you me like though. It. I like it. I'm less intrigued as you than you two are. I mean, the whole once again, the whole photo is fine. I just really think her face looks stunning, and she actually looks like she is looking at something specific. Yes, in this I photo. agree. I, her eyes and like far away, not close up. I think it it is very good. It's just if I have to like give it a little bit of critique, I think the mouth is funky and the yeah. hand is wild. But yeah, super I did not love. Kelly using sign language as a punchline. Sure didn't love that. I also hate Ubooch. Well, I feel bad because it's almost like they stole a joke from us because it feels like a little (laughs) pithy joke we would have made. And I was like, no, we should have been able to define what an upside down tooch was. But why is it a Obviously up dooch. Why is it a booch? She's not a boy. It's not a boy. It's not an upside down Boy tooch. <laughs> Follow your own stupid rules. Look, if we're going to make these language rules, we have to say them. No wonder Tyra writes sci-fi when she does write books because she's, <laughs> she loves making up languages. Corey is next. Oh, good. I get to hate Rob again. The photo first, I will say, might actually be my favorite. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's the only one where the body shape is good. I don't believe this is his best photo. I think his hands are stunning. Yeah. He's the only one who has good hands. Yeah. The only one where the body shape I just wish the other one wasn't underneath the fabric. Yeah, but it still looks beautiful. Mm, It doesn't bother me. It looks looks really long, long, though. He does look super long. Yeah, I really like it. It would have been my top. But this hole, (sighs) you walk on set and people are going to think you're the makeup artist. Because of how you present yourself. And then he says it's like he's being brainwashed. And then I'm glad that the show left in Corey. Mm? Almost his voice shaking because of what he's about to do. So angry. Yes. And scared. Like this is high stakes. Yeah. Yeah. He might get eliminated for doing what he's about to do. He's Mm -hmm. like, I want to speak on this. And then he goes on this really interesting, nice, I've never heard it exactly worded like this before, personally, journey of, I want to embrace androgyny. I want to explore that. I feel like that's why people will hire me when they hire me. It's what made me want to model. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't think it's perfectly worded because how much Tyra Banks stuff is. But I actually do like the unfortunately realistic thing that she's like look someone like you you're gonna have some people who love what you do and some people who dislike and never understand what you do and that's that's what your career is gonna be polarity Mm -hmm. yeah but i actually believe that is polarity for once yeah i do not love it's your job to change rob oh yeah because obviously that can't be done and it's not his job yeah and no and it lets rob completely off the hook Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh absolutely i totally agree hannah it's yep that was a terrible capper and that's why i just I, i'm always like come on tyra you're so close i think tyra mm-hmm. does want to be a queer ally but her, yeah. her she just she needs like one or two more books in the in the library mm-hmm. that she's read well she stopped at like mr j <laughs> you know what i mean imagine mm-hmm. a world where miss j judged Corey. you know because oh. that's what i think we get from johnny yes mm-hmm. Because even Johnny has been like, let's push this more for this photo. Mm-hmm. Let's bring... Yeah. Renee is next. Um, <laughs> Her What do y'all think head. of this photo? <laughs> this is so disconnected. 
Yeah. This is so weird. Her neck looks like it's 12 feet long. Uh-huh. Like it's been like stretched. <laughs> but then she's also trapped. Yeah. Mm. This is a little bug on the windshield for me. Maybe it's because the hands are like on the exact same plane. Uh-huh. I don't like this photo. It's still pretty relaxed though. Well, she's, yeah, because she's about to pass out. <laughs> but it's, but it's pretty. <laughs> and that's it's passing important. out, but pretty. <laughs> and that's fashion. <laughs> I don't Random think acts giving, of modeling, passing out fiercely. I don't think she's giving duck lips the way Rob Evans mm, she says. She sure isn't. No, not Jeremy at all. Jeremy was on the show, Rob. We know what that <laughs> looks like. It's it's not my favorite, but I don't think it's as bad as they're making it out to be. No. Also, this turn, the constant turning of this photo during the show of like, eh, 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 eh. Why? Why? I almost wish they had turned everybody's photo upside down and just I like, started it and then yeah it just always like, weirds me out it's so weird when you do that and you see it from a different perspective and you're like faces are so weird <laughs> another classic kelly nonsense sentence you look like a kite that got caught around the electrical cord somewhere like a lamp's electrical cord <laughs> do you know what a kite is <laughs> do you know what a Power Kelly's poor minus? child after their after their loveless dinners takes their kite to the living room. <laughs> like, I'll just take my kite out by myself. I hate you, mom. <laughs> and if y'all haven't watched our previous episodes, that's not a mean impression Lex is doing. That's an accurate. <laughs> that's a mean impression that Kelly, Ellie did. Kelly did <laughs> about her own child. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this photo. And yet, my two least favorite are coming up. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh, agreed. Chris is next. Worst photo. Uh huh. Where are uh, this is his the only hands? One. Where? Where's his arm? Where's his hands? His his face is falling. Yeah, it's like gravity is working only on his face. Yes, by far the worst his face has ever looked in a photo. And his face is stunning in photos. This is ridiculous yeah. that it's When that did bad. his mouth get so tiny? So this Batman mask is... So <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I will say, left bat is serving. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, also, left statue is serving looking at Chris being like, what? <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, this is, oh. this is the oh. only photo that I... When you were speaking early on how samey these all were, this is the one that stood out to me as, like, the bad one. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I guess he does go home this week, so, I mean, <laughs> worked out, I suppose. And Marvin. Marvin is last. It's funny to me. There are so many photos where Marvin is doing the exact same facial pose. And this is not that. And I don't like it. <laughs> I really... Also, I don't understand. He's clinging to something? Yeah. Why is he holding onto a branch? I don't know. Also, Kelly gets confused by black fabric, uh-huh. but also still wants to fuck Marvin. Yes. I just think, I actually think this might be Marvin's worst photo of the cycle. I do like the thought from Kelly's nonsense <laughs> that every castle has a chief bat. Mm-hmm. She knows the hierarchy of bats. But I'm pretty sure bats Castle are Castle matri- bats, specifically. Oh, uh, sorry. I was uh-huh. thinking of actual bats. I think they're matriarchal, but whatever. <laughs> Every time I go to visit a castle, I immediately say, can you take me to the chief bat? If you turn Marvin's photo slightly to the side, it looks like one of those like old beach photos where he's like laying on a surfboard uh, and like flexing. I love it. 
But if you look at them, if you just scroll through these row of photos, Corey is the only one who's doing something different. And why the fuck is Tyra melting to the floor over this this photo? Well, Uh. it starts with Brian Boy, who decides to have an opinion and gets on his knees to demand variety for Marvin. And then Tyra is so put off by that that she decides to get on the ground and demand less variety from Marvin. And it's the weirdest, most awkward thing. To see Marvin be made uncomfortable by attraction for the first time. Starting with Kelly, continuing through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope this is a learning experience for him. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Then Tyra gives her score and says, that is Nueve in Indonesia. And I wrote, there are some sentences that you will only hear on America's Next Top Model (laughs) because how she got there. Because she's always, she's apparently given, I also realized, I was like, we've heard Nueve so much. And it's because Tyra constantly gives Marvin nines. Yes. And decides to always say Nueve to him, which fine, whatever. But to us, to say that is Nueve in Indonesia, I'm like, why would you, why though? And y'all. Do yourself a favor, listeners, because mm-hmm. I said a lot that the photos of the contestants on the show are very similar. Yeah. But if you want to see some wild photos, seek out the I, comeback shots. I'm telling you, though, I'm going to say this. Controversial opinion, maybe. The eliminated models are all doing better than the models on the show in this photo shoot. It's doing more. Yeah, I think my favorite shot actually comes from the eliminated folks. I mean, there's yes. some... There's Clea's right <laughs> breast Her is breast so is prominent. escaping. <laughs> yes. Her face looks lovely, though. I think her arm position's cool, too. I think Alex looks pretty amazing. Yeah. I and I don't... think Nina served oh, in this photo she did i think gianna does too i think gianna's good jeremy's is, mike's is no. bad of course no jeremy's already off collecting pokemon cards in his head <laughs> he wasn't doing this i think that his face isn't great i think don's actual bat-like body position and the way the fabric fell is it's kind cool. of amazing yeah he worked that fabric and he's helped by the fact that he got the silver gray for sure but yeah but ne- i'm sorry i can't get over nina's yeah Nina's looks great. Phil's is a, a real did they, vibe. Did huh? they let him get rid of his hair? I think they just gave him twisties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Phil's doing the thing where you put your arms away from camera so his proportions look a lot Weird. shorter than it is. Mike's- and poor Mike. <laughs> I know we do it every week, but Mike, God bless you. He also, he has no thumb. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like his hand is backwards. <laughs> it does. I really hope Mike's happy somewhere. <laughs> he is. Yeah, and then okay. So oh this is not only going to be a double elimination, but if you're saved, if you're still in the running to becoming America's Next Top Model, you're going to be assigned a color. And I, JW, you're giving so much more preparation than the episode itself did. Oh, I know. Sure. <laughs> because uh, the only preparation we get is the presence of a basket next to Tyra. Uh-huh. We also get told, that because I'm not sure we'll be told next episode, so I might as well say it now. Uh, the finalists will be, because now they're told they're going to be the finalists. They're yeah. going to be walking designs by Tex Saviero and Louis Saluaji. And then Jordan walks up, first call out, with a seven 
fan score. I know the reason you said it like that, Lex, but it's so funny that we've gotten so used to her being the first call out. It always sounded like you were like, and then Jordan walks up, you know, because that's kind of how I feel. With the same fan score. Yep. But the the explanation that Tyra gives of I'm giving you a color to represent what you mean to your fans. And the color is called Sunrise Smize. Y'all are missing the best part of that. You sandwiched between the best part. Because <laughs> Tyrus sets it up, sort of, and then says, <laughs> and that color is an orange. That color is unarned. <laughs> and then names it. Because, and I'm just like. And that <laughs> name gets its own Tyron with font. its own specific oh, font. font. And it's just like a necklace she has do. to wear. Yep. Also, I've, if the colors well, now are it's a actually color supposed war. to be. Yeah. If the yeah. colors are actually supposed to be representative of what they're bringing to the competition in ways that will be very clear <laughs> like and as simplistic as you can get for our other two finalists sure is what does jordan orange mean Sunrise. Is it just orange, the thing, if you will <laughs> is it just the thing that sounds most like her name jordan orange 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 yeah i think she got girl and your girl contestant <laughs> i'm honest i'm truly truly surprised she just didn't get pink Right? Well, Truly. Well, it would make more sense if we're lining well, it up. Uh-huh. Because Marvin gets called next with a 5.7. And his color <laughs> is booch blue. Give Chris S. his money! <laughs> Pay your queer artist. <laughs> or as I like to say, blooch. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> obviously. It should have been Sun Smize for... Sun smize, bluch. Oh, sun mm-hmm. smize and bluch is actually funny. Also, we didn't talk about it, but at some point, Tyra says that their reps will be wearing it to rep the person they're cheering for. I think and they're like, talking who? about online fans. Who? When? Oh, we Why? don't know. It's How? a color war, JW. It might be revealed in the future, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. <laughs> this is some vacation bible camp energy Mm -hmm. Uh, y'all i don't know i i the 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 acronym vbs seared in my memory so much to me and anytime you mention it in in, with someone else who went to vacation bible school the reaction you get of acknowledgement unity (laughs) shared childhood experience is Fascinating. Oh Only learned God what it was as an adult. Is an awesome God he reigns from Did heaven above with Did not know what it was her. until I was an adult. Literally learned about it from a Lucy Dacus song. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I get that. Yeah, that tracks. Honestly, a lot more water balloon fights than you'd expect. So the water day Friday. Water day. Uh <laughs> Is this us starting the vacation Bible school podcast? <laughs> my thing was, I never, because my mom worked in childcare, I never actually attended uh, vacation Bible school. I always was there with my mother helping to take care of children, but was a child. <laughs> so I just would be employed by vacation Bible school. I love it. Yeah. And then we get the bottom three, yep. Renee, Corey, and Chris. Who walk up and there's one phrase that Tyra uses, 
And I usually, I've started glazing over her speeches. Sure. sure. I, and I also know the two of you really enjoy digging into them. But when she basically calls Corey a man of androgyny, the oh same way God. you would a beautiful say. beautiful man, man of, of androgyny. androgyny. The way you would say people of color. As if. Yep. <laughs> man of androgyny. Yep. Well, we learned, though, to give Tyra credit. The alien planet that Corey was from was called Androgyny. So, so he is a man of, of Androgyny. androgyny. Mm-hmm. Who creates polarity. Yeah, that's his mutant power. <laughs> Chris is still standing in his own way. Okay. Yeah. And Renee. Woo! Beautiful. But why no photo? <laughs> <laughs> Renee. <laughs> Good. But bad? <laughs> Discuss, Renee. <laughs> Renee is eliminated first. Mm-hmm. With shockingly not the lowest fan score. Nope. Of all the time. Of all the time. To eliminate time. Renee. It's not even this... that much lower than the other people, except for Jordan, obviously. But... Obviously. Yeah. This one armed hug Ooh. of anger that she forces herself to give to Tyra. Uh huh. <laughs> Because not only eliminating Renee, but making her be the first eliminate that has to watch these two people mm-hmm. <laughs> wait uh, about their results. And Tyra gives her her little speechy speech and then goes, okay. And Renee doesn't respond. Nope. And then Tyra goes, okay, good luck. <laughs> and then Renee, because I don't know her anymore, in her exit speech <laughs> said, I wish I could have kissed him one more time. Lex, I want to sepia tone the podcast because you're experiencing something that I had to experience. Mm. So let me remind you of a little cycle 14 contestant named Jessica. (laughs) 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 Where I started out being like, yes, this is it. And then at the end, I was like, eh, Jessica leaves. I'm just gonna. <laughs> and I'm so glad you, we have a shared experience. Yeah, you now. have to leave. Yep. I thought it was kind of cute that Renee said of Marvin, "No one makes me feel like a total mess in the good way." Like you do. It's cute. It's a song. It's very song I think lyric. Renee is not someone who gets to be. As you've said before, JW, silly and goofy that yes. often. Yeah. So I'm glad she had a little moment of that in her life. And I, I hope don't think, she had more. I think she, in the edit of the show, when she was in that relationship with him, she got, she just felt a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think she had funnier quotes because, well, we'll eulogize her in a second. I want to get ahead of myself because we got to yes. eliminate, we got to eliminate Corey. Or no, we gotta no. Chris. You think oh, no. because the episode has made you think we're eliminating Corey. Mm-hmm. It really did. I I thought he was going. I really did. I was like, they'll keep the the villain. But no, Chris leaves with a five seven, mm-hmm. and I was fully shocked. To Corey's five two, which is the yeah. worst score, mm-hmm. which I was also shocked about. But then, is the world ready for Corey? Here, you get to be fierce fuchsia. And was that also going to be what Chris was going to get? <laughs> right? Fierce. Fierce. Bluch. Yeah. Sun smize. Fierce. Fierce. I also, if you name your child Fierce, that is a name. Give it to me. But also, I liked Corey's response, even though it should not be his job. She was like, is the world ready? And he's like, I'll make him ready. Yeah. I liked it. 
But also, they made this the gayest fucking font. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you get rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) Tacky. No, that's Nina's favorite color. (laughs) Tyra tells Corey that he's already a household name. Which isn't true. (laughs) In some households, there's people named Corey, Hannah. (laughs) Corey, that's a name everybody knows. Because it's a common name. It's a common name. Have you ever thought of that? I mean, it's not as common as Chris, because we did have two of them here. Yeah. Would love to know what colors Chris and Renee would have gotten. Let's give them one. But also, maybe Tyra... (laughs) Has a gay credential that we haven't discussed. And that's, she's a big fan of Paris is Burning. And she thinks that Dorian Corey is a household name. Therefore, Corey is a household name. Love that lore. (laughs) I've got a Renee color. Ooh. Gaslit gold. (laughs) She was gaslit by the show the whole time. (laughs) And she looks great in gold. What a fun color for her. And (laughs) this is me. Chris's color is angry scalp. Red. <laughs> SPF needed red. <laughs> he does look so sunburned, though. God bless oh. that skin. Oh my god. Oh. Chris gets and, uh, a real tire. You hug. know who's not gonna leave happy? You know who's determined to leave worse than he started? Chris. This is so. It's the weird. ultimate failure, and I'm not gonna model anymore. Woo! Also, these handshake goodbyes <laughs> just don't just don't do it the i love the handshake, handshake to Corey, handshake to marvin and the weakest they cut away from it hug from jordan because it's like eh. and then the fade out doesn't move Corey closer <laughs> just squeeze them together <laughs> as though Corey has cooties <laughs> then tyra to top the episode off makes them all yell for their color now keep in mind Corey is bawling and so it's like let's hear it for a sunrise smiles yay let's hear it for um whatever booch blue yeah booch blue <laughs> yay and then, let's hear it for fish juice ah! <laughs> Corey just lets out this like ah. <laughs> all right two updates we'll do renee first renee Bagwadeen, spelled B-H-A-G-W-A-N-D-E-E-N. She signed with Next Models in Miami and L.A. in the industry model management, and now she seems to be with Elite Miami. She was in Metro Trinidad and Tobago, Nicole, Cleo, Malaysia, August Man, Malaysia. And by the way, we're going to get a lot of August Man coming up, so that must have been a magazine that was sourcing a lot of uh, folks from this. Cosmo Biz Korea, Seven Tribes, Fashion TV, Cosmo Online, love that, the New York Post, and Essence. And she's been in a lot of music videos. She's been in music videos for Beyonce, Chris Brown, and Taylor Swift. Fuck yeah. Her Instagram, we have a lot of fun Instagram names this cycle I'm learning, because she's Renee Big Time. (laughs) And most importantly, on Instagram, she is followed by DJ Splits. One of the few. One of the few I've seen. Oh my god. One of the chosen. I just have my mutual follows are Tyra Banks, DJ Splits, and Sunday Love, which as a trio. Yep. I love that she has I love that she has her own top model GIFs pinned on her Instagram profile. (laughs) 
Um, her bio reads Psalms 91, professional Barbie, graphic designer, owner of um, Soul Tie Shoe Shop, which I'll describe in a second. And I don't work on Sabbath. <laughs> she now owns that business, Soul Tie Shoe Shop. And it's a shoe and wellness themed subscription box and gifting service, which includes a product called the Model Box, which includes mm. things like industry approved heels. And on-the-go must-haves. Sounds scammy. And, I mean, the graphic design was good, so I do believe she's a good graphic designer. I have subscription boxes I have a love-hate relationship with, because I love surprises, but I never really like what I get. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you hate the result. You like the feeling. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, it's chasing that surprise. She is the second contestant that I found that wrote a book, and pretty recently, like Dawn before her. She wrote one in October 2022 titled prepared for rain r-e-i-g-n the life designer for building a queen's legacy and here's the description are you prepared for rain i always want to say to rain but she says for rain to the woman that is everything to everyone here is something for you this legacy building activity book is what you need to help plan the goals of your purpose studies show that doing legacy building activities daily Helps you review past failures and successes, so planning for the future is not only possible, but executable. It helps you track your progress, see what's working, and what's toxic to you. The book can also serve as a record of your past accomplishments and intimate thoughts, which can be invaluable on rainy days when you feel hopeless. And so it goes on. It's a lot of faith-based stuff, it seems like. I don't love uh, the studies show. Yeah, I sure don't love studies show. (laughs) And one of the most searched questions is, are Marvin and her still together? And they are not. And the official thing on a couple of different interviews is that after the show, they stayed friends, but they both wanted to focus on work commitments and modeling and decided to go their separate ways. And then do we want to quickly dive into Chris? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. After the show, Chris was signed to major model management, Next Models, and then Paragon Models in Mexico. And he was in the Fashionisto, August Man Malaysia, Elements, (laughs) Nylon in Espanol, GQ Style Mexico, um, Revista Deep, and The Alchemist. And was in a 2016 issue of Supermodels Unlimited that included Bianca, Laura, and Brittany, the ones from All Stars. And it's such a weird picture if you find it because it's a huge group of like 15 to 20 people. But Chris is the only one not in the group. And he's standing like far away from everybody. Well, because he's always alone. Apparently. He was in a no hate campaign. And I actually remember that picture. And he's modeled for Tommy Hilfiger, Sherman Preston, Timex, Canada. And he had an uncredited role in Delivery Man with Vince Vaughn. (laughs) His IG is another honey sort of sort of what it's not really but it's at i am underscore chris h chris hernandez and he this is how you know when he first made this because he links to the rickroll video which tells you how often he updates that bio (laughs) then the next thing is going to be a little heavy and negative on chris and i would say that if content related to emotional and relationship-based abuse is something you do not want to hear about. I invite you to revisit us at, a, at our next episode, because that's going to be the last thing I'm going to talk about with Chris. Allegations of abuse from his ex-girlfriend stated that during the relationship, 
on New Year's 2016, he smacked her in the face with a Bible. And that she called the cops on him multiple times in 2016, but he was never arrested. And in 2017, he banged on her door and got his way inside and insisted she was there with another man. He stated that he never assaulted her. And in fact, she had assaulted him. And during Fashion Week had scratched his cornea. And both of them claimed these different things. And he was acquitted of attempted assault, but found guilty of harassment. And that is something that, you know, that's all the info I could find. Mm-hmm. It, it, any source kind of repeated the same thing. So, you know, I wanted to read all of that because especially given some of the stuff that we saw, yeah. you know, I think it's important to not just skim over that and kind of like wash that away. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to say like the... He said this and she said this and, you know, but I do think multiple times over an entire year with a record of that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say the the way he is styling himself now, according to his Instagram profile, yeah. he really seems to be leaning into a kind of aggro mm-hmm. idea yes. of how he is presenting. Yeah. And one thing I'll say that I noticed and maybe I just haven't noticed it with other recent contestants, but I noticed with both Renee and Chris. And I think this goes to people being more active on social media during the time that the show is airing. Both of them get hate comments about their time on the show. Mm. Renee's, you know, because this is what social media is and it <laughs> is racist and it is shitty. She gets a lot of comments that were like, you were the angry black woman. Mm. You were disgusting mm. to watch. You were this, that, Ooh. and the other. And sometimes she claps back, sometimes she ignores it. And Chris was like, you were disgusting to watch. You were sad all the time. You, you know, it's the, you know, whatever. So it's like they can't post. It doesn't seem, it only seems to happen when they post something about Top Model. Right. But it's it's kind of disheartening to see that, like, I think they were on TV at a time where we had not had an online bullying, maybe let's leave these people alone, editing is a bitch kind of conversation. Right. So a lot of people really believe this stuff because it's comments from a long time ago. People aren't doing it super. Although one about Renee was from like four days ago. And I was like, oh my God, this person be so sorry. That was a little heavier to end the where are they now? But the thing is, despite the complication of the Marvin relationship, I found her so delightful. Yeah, me too. I found her to be an absolutely delightful contestant on Top Model. My thing with Renee is that I wish we had gotten to see more of her not in relation to other people. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of her time on the show, which gave her a lot of story, gave her a lot of narrative, gave her a lot of screen time, but it was versus Jordan Mm -hmm. and then coupled with Marvin. And I wish I really, really liked her in the audition episode where neither of those things were really true. And we Mm -hmm. just had the inkling, the one sentence in the episode about Jordan, and it seemed fun. Yeah. It felt like they found these relationships and they edited in every moment of it. And I liked Renee so much more when she was just not talking about other people. Like when she was at the go-see and she was like just interacting with people at work. Being a good model, yeah. That's the trap... Of the editing of the entire cycle, though, right? Because we basically said the same thing about Jeremy last episode, where as soon as he wasn't defining himself in relation to other people, he became much more fun. Charming. And fun to watch. Yeah. And I, 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 and both of you called it out so many times, but the social media scoring aspect, 
and how it very clearly negatively impacted Renee because of bias and racism and all of that. Yeah. Because even when she did her absolute best photos, it was she still was like never five. even close to the top. Nope. It's it. I just don't understand why. I I, I wonder how that's going to be presented with black contestants moving forward. If if there's going to be any sort of course correction on right. the show's behalf, mm. or if they or if they're going to you know sometimes Tyra does this thing and the show does this thing where they're like and that's real. That's <laughs> how I think it's framed. Yeah. So. As far as Chris is concerned, and I feel like I've probably of the three of us talked the most about Chris <laughs> on this podcast, this is clearly a deeply troubled human being. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that post show he was going to do some more work. Me too. And it sure seems like he has not. Doubled down, seems like. Yeah. I. In certain episodes, and it feels like there's been a million episodes in this cycle, so I can't oh, tell boy. you, but like, I, I, I do know that I went on a mental journey with him because mm -hmm. there were some episodes like the house meeting where it really felt like we were turning a corner. He was learning, he was growing, he was trying, but the last couple of episodes with him, Rough. it just became the least watchable person and just yep. like you're saying, just such a, such a troubled soul. Mm-hmm. You toxic know. and troubled yeah yeah and that's not me being like oh poor him but it's just like it, it's just there's a the show presented a sadness with him that like you're saying unfortunately it seems like you know just still affecting him forever yeah i mean it's not uh, the trauma it's not a fun trauma narrative to say people get really fucked up by their circumstances and then they stay fucked up yeah it's not a fun narrative but sometimes it's just what happens not to blame him but sometimes you have to be the one to change that oh sure yeah oh sure it's a shame too because he was a successful model yeah has talent but if you think we have talent you should tell us we like hearing <laughs> it please i need we it love it <laughs> rate review and subscribe uh hot takes iced tea podleadum.com podleadum at gmail.com bare bones in it today yeah PO box discord yep. And I want to celebrate the two of y'all. I think we've made what is known as one of the hardest to watch cycles of Top Model. I've had a lot of fun with it. Like Tyra talking to Jeremy, I'm going to give us a goodbye speech before the last two episodes. <laughs> I think there's been a lot of like recurring bits that made this a lot more fun. But I can also see the folks when we did our poll that they said this was the one they were the least looking forward to. <sighs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. You can find me on Instagram, repping for bats at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah, and find me searching for bat talk on TikTok at JW Crump OK. <laughs> and be sure to use the hashtag podleadum and bats not rats. Yeah. Bats not rats. <laughs> and I like rats too, but not like I like bats. Mm. Yeah. And if you have an opinion on bats or rats, you can also send us an email for our mailbag episode that's going to be coming up. We love, we love all your questions and mm -hmm. scenarios and hypotheticals. Yeah. And feel free to just like, we've had some fun too on mailbag episodes with questions like what are other shows that you think mm -hmm. are underrated? What are, cause y'all, we, we got to spend in person IRL time <sighs> recently <sighs> and literally all of us were so happy to spend time together as friends, as besties, mm -hmm. 
without talking about Top Model. And we mm-hmm. all kind of purposely didn't talk about it. Talking and about other reality television <laughs> competition. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, Survivor, Inkmaster, <laughs> Go Go For The Gold. Yeah. So, but if you want us to, if you're like, hey, what's your opinion on this show or whatever, I'm happy to share some of those things, Oh, my God. Too. Give me a forum to talk about Too Hot to Handle, please. <laughs> <laughs> come one, come all. So for Podleadum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 